You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Help! I suck at dating with Dean Ungler, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, what is up, sucky daters? The Suck Army, we're back in action this week. And we have a very special co-host. We'll talk a little bit about it later. But Sydney, I don't even want to try to pronounce your last name. Lutaco? No. Lutaco? <laughs> that was close. That was close. Very close. So totally. Sydney is co-hosting with us today. We've got a very special episode with Jonathan Bennett, his partner, James. We're going to have Jill from Wallet Hub call in today as well, answer some emails. Um, Sydney, thank you so much for coming in and co-hosting with us today. I'm so excited. And we're going to absolutely crush it. Yes. I'm excited to be filled in on what you've been up to since Bachelor in Paradise. We saw you last. Yeah. I know we had to catch up. Yeah, we do. Anyways, <laughs> before we do that, yes. we got Jonathan Bennett. We got his partner, James. James Vaughn. James Vaughn in studio. I was going to say Sydney's last name, but I didn't want to mispronounce it. I was going to say James's last name. Didn't want to mispronounce it. <laughs> Don't set yourself so up I for failure. I just kind of stayed quiet instead. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, welcome to studio. Let's get a round of applause. Woo! Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's everything going? Uh, it, I'm so excited to be here because, first of all, I think you're the only person with better hair than my boyfriend. Get out of here. So yeah. right, right now, your hair is amazing. Hey, we're in good company. I, I just got my first the, haircut in over a year yesterday, actually. Really? Yeah. The two of you have uh, such amazing hair. I just hair. cut a bunch he of mine off, his and two. I'm traumatized. His is really right? good. Yeah. So I, sp- I spent like $60 to get a haircut, and it looks exactly the same. I don't know if <laughs> right. I just got bamboozled or what. Mm-hmm. but That's what you want, though. You don't Long want to be, like, hair, don't care, Dean. Right. That's good. That's the thought. I want it to be, like, down past my shoulders at a certain point. I don't know. I'm working on it. It's very all right, all right, all right. Jonathan, tell the listeners where we might know you from. Okay, so you might know me from a little movie I did. A couple of people have seen it. It's called Mean Girls. Yes. Yeah. A small film. Well, independent. <laughs> indie, yeah. in, little indie, in, film. indie film we did back in the day with Lohan and Faye. Uh, people, you know, critics liked it apparently, but whatever. Um, we're hoping it gains traction. But um, it is. it was so fun to be involved in that film. And then I also, I've been in a million different movies. Probably, I think, 120 movies oh in the gosh. past 20 years. In this in this town they call Hollywood, but also uh, I host a bunch of TV shows. So I host uh, Food Network's Cake Wars, Cupcake Wars, Halloween Wars, 
If there's a war on Food Network, I basically host <laughs> it. And uh, they're, they're amazing shows. They're the fan favorite shows of the network. Nice. Halloween Wars is the highest rated one, you know, by far on of all the shows. So we're so proud and grateful to our fans for that show. And since Halloween Wars was so amazing, we here's what we did. We took Halloween Wars and we made it Christmas. And there are three more chances to catch Holiday Wars on Food Network every Sunday night at 9 in December. They're amazing. They're, they're If you like cake and sugar and the holidays, then you're going to want to tune into our show because they're awesome. Help me understand this. Is Holiday Wars in lieu of Cake Wars? And then in once lieu of, holidays right, are over, right. we do have, go back to Cake Wars. We change for the holidays. And then, what we well, we're not. I don't think we're going back to Cake Wars, possibly, but we will be having a new war that I can't wait to announce mm. in the spring. It's a new war. There's always a new war with Jonathan it's Bennett. It's going to be like Valentine's Wars or something like like that obviously or, a little more creative yeah, meaning, yeah but kind of yeah day. kind of let's say we've done cakes and we're, we've done cupcakes so whatever that other snack is that uh, you might be thinking about we could have a war with cookies maybe off air we talked a little maybe. bit about gingerbread houses and i yeah. was gonna mention my disdain Gin- for gingerbread houses why 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 are there no gingerbread vans oh this guy Seriously. you're gonna design it yourself that's the whole point of building the house i suppose but why don't those become more mainstream i don't get it van life maybe is you should coming. make a line of gingerbread van life. Vans. <laughs> so good Swipe well, up for gingerbread. <laughs> well, actually, on on our last on our Christmas cake wars, we made a we made a ginger we made a gingerbread house life size where kids could actually go in and walk around. That's awesome. In it. Oh. So it was a life size gingerbread, and they house. could eat it while they were, inside and they of could it. eat it. Yeah, it was very Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, get into the oven. There's a witch inside. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're going to put you in a cage. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. So everyone obviously knows well knows you because of your acting career. Right. Mean Girls put you on the map. Right. What have we seen you in lately besides Cake Wars? Uh, Cake Wars. That's your big thing. You love hosting that. I mean, I love that. I mean, big, uh, let's see, Cake Wars. What else am I in right now? I just liked the horror movie you did with Oh, thank you. Thank you. here, it's like one of those amazing blessings. I'm like, what, wait, what movie's coming out right now that we can talk Love about? That. Great. I just, I just work too much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I just did a movie with Hillary Duff that came out this year called The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Ah. It's about Ooh. the Manson murders. She plays Sharon Tate. I play Jay Sebring. We get murdered. It was a really, really, really um, fun movie to make. And let me tell you what helps you sleep at night. Watching your boyfriend get killed on screen. Depends on the that. night, though. You want to know what, though? I saw a picture of Hillary Duff the other day on Instagram, and she still got it. She, she Hillary awesome. Duff. She's so hot. She's is, gotten better looking. She's gotten better looking, and she's like a mom now. And she, well, she's been a mom, but she just newly had a new, a new baby. And she looks amazing. And, you know, I've worked with all these girls. I've worked with. All the girls that are in that zone, right? Uh-huh. I've played their boyfriend in every movie yeah. there is. And which is a weird career, too. Like, if you look at the track record, anyone, everyone from like Lohan to Amanda Bynes to Hilary Duff, like, I'm always their boyfriend in the movies. Yeah. So it's a weird career to have, but also a fun one. But I will say, Hilary Duff is just, she's just, she's just the real deal. Yeah. She's Love just, that. they're all amazing. But I do, there's something about Hilary. She's kind of just been in the business forever and she just has this like, blase attitude about it which is kind of awesome well and what's crazy too is a lot of those childhood stars kind of get derailed at some point can, throughout yeah. life but yeah. it seems like she's always kind of yeah, like she's stayed on course stayed on track yeah on track you know and you know that happens like here's the thing i always say this when people are talking about you know childhood stars or when they're talking about people like britney spears or you know taylor swift th- these other like mega mega stars when we're developing as human beings in our in our childhood years and even middle school when we're learning like what what relationships mean what the world is you're learning the fundamental basics of how to be a human being and function in society 
These people aren't getting those lessons. No. Because they're not regular people. Like, it's just not a regular job. People always say, oh, I can't believe, you know, Britney Spears did this or Taylor Swift did this or whoever, you know, these mega stars. I'm like, what were you doing when you were 15? (laughs) Like, were you playing Sega Genesis and, like, playing Nintendo and just, like, having normal life where you could function as a human? These girls are not, I'm not saying making excuses for craziness, but I'm saying at the same time, you have to take it with a grain of salt because it's not regular life. And like it's they're not totally normal. public. It's, and it's just like, you're just, think about this. Britney Spears is 16 years old. She walks out onto a stage. She says two words, pyrotechnics go off, two million people yeah. scream. Yeah. yeah, That's like your, your, the synapses in your brain that are firing to your, your perception of what reality is. And now we're like, oh, and she said this. We're like, guys, yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. everyone calm down. Like, they have, like, you know, I'm not, not you know, making excuses for things that are, you know, extremely crazy and bad. But at the same time, you got to take it all with a grain of salt. There was a... It, yes, James? No, and just to clarify, that is not Hillary Duff. She is very well adjusted. Yes, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that's Hillary. I'm not saying that about Hillary's the best one there is. Well, to that point, actually, before we went on Bachelor in Paradise, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. That we we did a deep dive into our Facebooks and like your socials oh, just to like see what I was like yeah. looking at what I was posting in 2007 when oh. I was 15 16 years old yeah. and I was like yeah. who is this person right. I'm yeah. saying the most ridiculous right. things right you're now trying to be this mm-hmm. person like I would never say that now cool. and if I ever said that now I would be like very embarrassed so it's like right. a you're a teenager and right. and then b on top of that you obviously put like the people the public scrutinizing you for every every final yeah movie you have. and just your no, your normal life like you walk out of a room a, th- a million people scream and explosions go off for yeah. pyrotechnics yeah, 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 of yeah. a show with laser beams yeah like that's not yeah. It's a weird thing, but Dean, what you say to that, though, about what you do when you were 14, 15, I found with someone who interviews celebrities for a living every yeah. day, a lot of people get locked into whatever age they became famous at because yeah. that's how people treat them. So if you're 15 and you become famous, they treat you like a 15-year-old. Yeah. They continue to yeah. treat you that way the older you get, and so you just kind of get locked into that behavior. Right. It's a very, very yeah. interesting thing. I even had to go through some of that, just like coming on the map when I was 20, and like that, it all happened then, and it was like, you know... Now I had to grow up, and we, me and James always joke because we, we, we want to do our show someday, which is Adulting is Hard with Jonathan Bennett. Because, like, <laughs> adulting is hard. And if you're an act, child actor and you kind of grow up doing this, which I can, can t- you know, have some of that for me as well. Like, yeah. you know, all of a sudden it happens, and then people just take over and start doing everything for you. So when I had to buy a car, like, the, the, <laughs> three years ago, I was like, I don't know how to buy He'd a never car. never bought a car yeah. before. Yeah, I don't know how to buy a car. Him. And then we go, to, we go to the Jeep dealership, which, by the way, Jeep is my one of my favorite car brands in the world. I will drive Jeeps t- forever. I love you, Jeep, if you're listening. But we go to the Jeep dealership. <laughs> Jeep. We, go to, we go to the Jeep dealership. It's the Russell Westbrook one. Okay. Over in, where, it's like over in Sherman. But don't, in LA. Well, I'm about to tell them what actually happened, well, so maybe don't actually, say the name. Okay, well, sorry, sorry, Russell, Russell, dude, maybe check on your yeah, people. Yeah, check on your people. So we go there. We're in the lobby buying a car. No, he's in the lobby buying a car. Okay, first all right? of all, let's I have go not back. arrived babe, yet. Okay, babe, no, <laughs> no. no. We, we have a whole thing before we go in, because I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. And I'm like, adulting is hard. I just go in and just give him a credit card, right? Yeah, I'm just like, go over and just look at them. Don't look do anything. At them, and just then, look at them and, and then they'll come and, meet you. And what we'll do is, when I get there, they'll give us the offer and then we'll act like it's too low and we'll walk out. <laughs> too I'm high. like, too high. Too high. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's too high. So he doesn't even understand. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, great. I'm in. Let's go. So we go in and I go, as soon as they give us the offer, you'll say it's too high and we'll walk out. Then they'll come running back and they'll say, oh, you know, we'll, they'll give us a better offer. So I go in. Immediately, people start taking pictures with me in the lobby. So, like, the <laughs> car dealers right. are looking at it going, ooh, we it's got ourselves a live yeah, one yeah. here, boys. Yep. Like, we're going to make some money on this. By the way, I'm buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Like, that's it. <laughs> not car. an SRT. Yeah. Just a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Not a Lamborghini. Jeep Grand Cherokee. 
Go on, James. So Jonathan's <laughs> like, hey, babe, I got it. Like the paperwork's all, all ready to go. Just get here and like look at it and make sure we're good. I show up. These guys have marked it up $14,000 oh more God. than like even like just an okay deal would be. Not even like what it should be. They were just like, because we're going to put everything possible on this because this idiot's in here taking photos with all these people. Clearly he's got money. We'll just take everything I don't have got. money, by the way. Do you like, really I don't have why, money. Though? That's exactly what they did. What else? Have you met a card salesman? I've never been to a car dealership Okay, before. so here's the thing. Where'd well, you get your van from? It was like some ridiculous. And I, I don't want to say it was $12,000 down, but it was something like that a where lot. they wanted like like almost, I think it was $11,000 down. And then... One thousand dollars a month it, it, for a Jeep. Uh, for a Jeep Grand Cherokee. It was insane. Like was it like, was out of control. And I'm looking at it, going, "This sounds great. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like a standard. good idea." So then James sees it. He gets super mad, starts screaming at him. And all right, because what I'll tell you, the one thing, like, you do not disrespect my baby. You do not do anything take, to take hurt my baby. Yeah. I am very much a protector in that regard. So when I go in and I see somebody trying to take advantage of him, I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this it's ain't like happening, baby. Bear. Grab your stuff. We're leaving. And Let's so go." I think it's part of the thing we talked about. <laughs> I'm like, "Great, we're doing it's the thing scene. where we." Storm out, and so I'm like, I'm leaving, and I go to the car, and I get in, and I'm like, that was great, right? And he's fuming. He's like, no, no, that so wasn't mad. great. That was not great. They're trying to take advantage of you, and I was like, oh, and they come running out, and we got it down to a regular price, but but if you started, no, we got it down price, to a, we got it down to a better price okay, better because I was like, at this yes. point, y'all, I'm just angry, yeah, like because you tried to take advantage of my baby, and we yeah. are out, and I'm gonna write a letter to somebody. I'm yeah. gonna get real white lady real quick. So you basically uh-huh. cut the price in half, then it sounds like for um, the most part, oh, we, yeah. we knocked it way down. But it was just one of those things. I feel like probably there's a photo that circulates out there. You know when people like rob a place and they're like, don't let this person come in there? I think with Jonathan, they were like, oh, you can get whatever you want from him money-wise when yeah. it comes to a car. So just go ahead and take yeah. advantage. Yeah. So that Not was anymore. Adulting is hard Not with James yeah, and Jonathan. Yeah, little things like that. Or duvet covers. Like stuff he's like, oh you know, gosh, he's having yeah. to learn. But on the bright side, now you got a great, great uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm a big Jeep guy, too. I've oh. been driving Wranglers since what I was 18. It's a Mercedes Sprinter. Ah, uh, the Sprinter. Yes, the high That's, top. It's very uh, Handmaid's Tale. But it's what does that mean? <sighs> have oh, you not seen Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale? They collect the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, they put them in the weird creepy van. Do you have Hulu in the van? Do I what? Do you have Hulu in the van? I have. Netflix, yeah. Netflix. Uh, ah. All right, but still. More of a Netflix but guy. But that's fun. Just down on Disney Plus yesterday, watched The Mandalorian. It was really good. Mm. But uh, but I see what you're saying. I'm a big Jeep guy, and you don't want to get taken advantage of, and I respect that you're yeah. going to step stand in up. and stand yeah, up. Yeah, everyone needs a James yeah. in their life. Right? Everyone <laughs> needs a James in their life for so many reasons, including me. I need a James nah. in my life. Yeah. He comes in, he makes it better. He does He does everything right and fixes everything I can't uh, do. I How usually do this, but on FaceTime with my dad. I bring him everywhere on FaceTime. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, talk to my dad. And, and if you can't get a hold of him, you can now FaceTime now me. Now I'm right? It's great. Mm-hmm. Wait, this how long have you been dating for, Jonathan? <laughs> We've been together for three years now. Yeah. Okay. And how'd you guys meet? Oh, uh, great story. So... <laughs> So he met me and fell in love instantly is what happened. So it was and love at first sight for It was love at first sight for James. And what happened was we were – he was hosting his show, Celebrity Page, and I went on his show to get interviewed about Halloween Wars on Food Network not Sunday nights at 9. <laughs> so if you're not watching that, make sure you watch Holiday Wars on Food Network Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Only on Food Network starring Jonathan Bennett. Holiday Wars, Food Network, 9 p.m. All right. So I was I went on his show – to be interviewed, and we met on camera, and we literally fell in love. I mean, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, tell I feel the like story. we've had to tell this like no, all the just tell the story. And stuff. Tell the story. So, all right, so er, back it up a little bit. Okay. I host a show called Celebrity Page TV. Yeah. At the time, I think it was season three or four. Yeah. Uh, we were filming at the Grove, yeah. so we did all very Mario of Lopez our of you. interview <laughs> yeah. setups at the Grove. 
So Jonathan was coming in to be interviewed to talk about Halloween Wars. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing on my show is that I'm the host of the show, so I often... Times try to like get out of doing the interviews if it's like someone that I'm not really like. Yeah, I'm and he's also very unprofessional. Mm. Um, so I was like, he I had several people that guest, day obviously. that yeah. I was like interviewing, and uh, I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this one. Like, I haven't seen Mean Girls. Like, I'm not like like all the producers on my show. By the way, there were 29 year old right. girls that are freaking out. Oh, They're like, sure. yeah. you have to do this. And the producer that's on that segment is like, you have to do this pumpkin carving thing with him because it's going to be so cute. So I'm at home. I live with my best friend at the time, and I'm like trying to get out of it. She's like, who are you trying to get out of the interview with now? And I'm like, I don't know, Jonathan Bennett? And she's like, what? Because she fits the demo. And she's right. like, no, you have to do the interview. I've got to get a video for my Instagram asking him what day it is. I'm like, what does that mean? October, <laughs> it's October 3rd. And I'm like, fine. I'm like, you, I will do it, but like, you have to do something for me. She's like, whatever you want. Whatever you want for that day, it's fine. I'm like, great. You're my assistant all day long. You have to do my research for the interview, and you have to be my assistant. She's like, fine, great, sure, whatever you need. So thank you, Reeves, because that got us to now being at the Grove, doing the interview, I'm no, there. you're at the interview setting up, and I just got done doing Access Hollywood, and they're like, oh, you have to do this interview at, at the Grove with this guy from Celebrity Page. I'm like, ugh, fine, let's go do it. So I'm being such a brat. We drive <laughs> over to the Grove. I pull up. We're, we're, I'm, I'm with my publicist. We're walking through, and I see them setting up the lights, and I look over, and I see this guy that's blonde hair, blue-eyed, six foot four, and I go, who is that? <laughs> and they're like, that's the guy interviewing you. I'm like, look up his name. Look up his name. <laughs> so we're like looking through the emails, trying to find his name. He's like, James Vaughn with a Y. I'm like, that's a that's just silly. And so then I go to Instagram, type it in, and on his Instagram page, it says, LGBTQ. And I'm hey. like, yes, yeah. we're in. Yes. So then I run to the bathroom and I'm like, I have to go fix my hair. So I go to the bathroom to fix my hair. And he's like, you were going to go on TV without looking in the mirror. But not the hot. You're going to fix your hair. And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. So we go to the bathroom. I walk out. His, his producer is standing there. I go, am I about to meet my future husband? She goes, I think so. Aww. So we walk over. They're setting up. We meet. We start talking. Yeah, so so we meet, he shows up on set, he's already like completely in love with me, and I'm oh. like, okay, let's get mic'd up, let's do this interview. It hasn't happened yet. But then we start talking, because you know you have that little bit of banter right before you start an interview, and we stumble up on the fact that we both have the one person in common that every gay person in Hollywood has in common, and that is Lance Bass. Bass. <laughs> okay. He is our fearless leader. Yeah. Lance and- Bass <laughs> is our leader. Thank you, Lance. Yeah, You're our right. gay leader. So we have Reeves, Jade, and Lance to thank for this, yes. because those are the people that ended up forcing us into the scenario. So we're like, oh my God, Lance, I had just been talking to his husband about something. So I was like, oh, I was like, let's send them a Snapchat. Come here. So and we have a photo of this moment as it went down. Yeah. Like I was like, come here, Jonathan, let's send him a snap. He comes into me and like nestles like right up against like my chest. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, like there was nothing. And then he just like it wiped like across fireworks. me. And it was instantaneous. Like my knees went weak. I like couldn't oh catch gosh. my breath. Like butterflies were all flying around. I was like, what is happening? You thought it was Fair diarrhea. Enough. I was like, this is, yeah, this is one of You're two like- things, all right? <laughs> it's either diarrhea or love because I've experienced them both, but I'm not sure what it is. But I'm like a jaded at this point too. Like I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need anybody. Yeah. So it was just totally bizarre. Uh, that happened for me. And the, then I think it was pretty much yeah, the same for him. And the entire interview, I'm just like, can we make out? Can we make out? Can we make out? And I'm just being such an idiot. The interview was a disaster. It was so bad all the producers so are mad at us it's which is like, like not thing. something i do you can't stump me in an interview yeah. like i want right, to do right. j-lo when i guess fine right. but like this one i yeah. was a fumbling mess. idiot so, and then we so then i leave i'm like can i get your number and he's like yeah and i'm like great so we get in the car we're driving home my publicist in the car goes you are not calling him for three days i'm like he's like you were too much you have to you have to back off you're not calling him for three days like he wants you to play hard to get yeah kind of and thing. i'm okay. like yeah and i'm like got you fam no big deal yeah 
he drops me off in the car. I immediately pull my phone out and call him. And I'm like, he he picks up the phone. He goes, took you long enough. <laughs> and I go, I'm driving. It, would it be weird if I was coming back because I really just need to kiss you right now? And he's like, no. I go, good, because I'm already driving. I already was <laughs> oh in the car driving back to the Grove. Now, mind you, car. I'm in the food court at the Grove eating yeah. with my producers. And I've like mm-hmm. inhaled some Mediterranean meal with like a whole piece of yeah. garlic okay, in it. And he's like, I'm coming to kiss you. And I'm like, oh, you know what they don't sell at the Grove? Gum. <laughs> it's impossible to find gum at the Grove because they don't want it everywhere, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm now frantically running around the Grove. I've got to get gum because I'm about to kiss yeah. this guy that just made me feel butterflies mm-hmm. for the first time in forever. Yep. And I finally convinced this lady that sells like little newspapers and magazines to give me her personal gum if I buy something from her yeah. stand. So I got this lady's gum. I fill my whole mouth with gum. I've now run out to the parking lot. He's on one side of the parking lot calling me. I'm on the other. Like, trying to get like, my breath fresh. I call help. him. I'm like, where are you? He's like, in the parking lot by the produce stand. I'm like, I'm by the produce stand. We're like, it's like, it's like the notebook we're like looking around for each other we're like where are you then we see each other we run up and i go let's just do it let's just kiss right here to see if this is crazy because either this is really real or this is crazy so he's like fine so we start we just kiss in the middle of the parking lot it's like the notebook there are fireworks go off it's crazy doves come out of nowhere they start flying people are there then he trips over a pumpkin. i trip over a pumpkin that's out of the and grove. i pick up a banana and i'm like sorry hold on someone's calling it's my future i'm like oh just amazing and then we like go on a date that night and which i was certain he was gonna mess up which I because was too. Because I was like, the He's date? gonna screw it yes, up. Yeah. Because I was like, all oh, that was amazing was magical. Now, mind you, my best friend's there, and so she knows me, and so she's seen me date other people, and she sees what's going on, and she's like, first off, what is this? Because I've never seen this. She's like, but then don't worry, he's gonna mess it up. Because I dated actors before, and they always mess it up. What do you mean by mess it up, though? Like try to like show off okay. or act to Hollywood or be all this. And I'm like. Really chill. Like I don't. I don't do want I that. Do I look Hollywood right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I, do For the I record, John is wearing an Ohio. What is like it? University Ohio, of Ohio shirt. It's Ohio. Okay. From um, some like dad shorts. Like these are some like, eleven inch shorts. These yep. are burly burly bow, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Burly bow shirt shorts. My French like, company. Old yeah, old old socks. Go on. Point is not so, Hollywood. Not, I do not look Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, he was on a set and he looked Hollywood. I looked you know amazing. What I'm right? Oh, you're doing interviews. I looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Makeup on. See, look at his face. No, it's a little Hollywood right now. No, either way. So anyway. Right um, Thank you. At the time, my best friend Reeves and I live at the beach, and so he shows up, and I'm like, "All right, well, he coming up, you know, for dinner. He gonna mess this up, but it was a fun. It was a cute little day. Like I enjoyed it. Like there, there goes my butterflies. We'll just let him go." He shows up. We're on the fourth floor. I'll come out on our balcony. I look down. And I see him. He's got two hoodies, and he's like, "Hey, you want to go to the beach?" And I'm like, "Whoa!" So we yes. go to the That's beach. Don't I'm even like, eat. That's we all just I want to do. Sit on the beach, and we talk for four hours, and we connect over all these things. Uh, we both lost our dads to cancer the same year, so we wow. connected over that. So we just instantly hit it off, and now we're here doing "Help I Suck at Dating" with Dean, babies. Yeah, it was. It was up to this one moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to for, the, for the listeners out there? Before we started recording the podcast, uh, James and Jonathan brought their dog in, yes. most oh. adorable little five-month-old yes. Labradoodle, Golden Doodle, Golden Doodle, yeah. so fluffy. And they were talking about how it's got this air of confidence about it. Mm-hmm. And after hearing you guys share that story. I'm starting to see where he gets that confidence from. <laughs> he knows he came from love. Yeah. Right. He comes from love. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's he, His name is Yes. He comes from Sunkiss Golden Doodles. Yes. And he, yes, like Y-A-S-S-S. Yes, the dog. Follow yes, him on Instagram. Look at him. Like when you He's on him, IG. Because then if you're at the dog park and you're calling him, you're like, yes. How fun is that? And we're that. just those gays. That's funny. And so he's the best dog. He comes from Sunkiss Golden Doodles. If you like a Golden Doodle, check him out there. So yeah. what's interesting about your guys' story, though, is it was like there was an instant connection, right? Because yeah. for the, this is a dating podcast, of course. Uh, so we always have people email in about how do I make right. the first move? How do I ask him out on a date? How do I do this, this, and this? But what you guys just did is you just broke all the rules, called him right away, mm-hmm. and you said, I'm coming back. 
Right. You know, I always come from the school of when you know, you know. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you know, you know. Like when you find the one, you won't be wondering, is this the one? It'll just happen. Hmm. Like you'll just know. Like, yep, that's the oh, excuse me. You'll know that's the one. I got so excited I just started hitting the microphone. <laughs> um you'll know that's the one instantly, in my opinion. And everything since it's been good, smooth sailing, everything. No, everything's no. been crazy, but good. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, I mean, you then you have to like figure out how to navigate with each other, what works for you, what doesn't. But the biggest thing I've learned is a lot of the mistakes from past relationships. I think Jonathan's done it too. And then, of course, you learn things in your relationship, what works, what didn't. But then talk about what works and what didn't. Mm. Like anytime there's ever a problem with us, I feel like it usually comes to like, oh, we didn't talk about it. But the minute right. you talk about it, then that whole tension of like right. what was in your head and what the, the story, story in, in your my head, head was, the story in my head, the story in my head gets corrected. And then you're like, oh, so it's seriously communication, which like I have had a relationship that did not have communication yeah. and it was terrible. Right? So we really make it a point and it really works for us. Like it, he's my best friend because yeah. of it. And that's a big thing. The story in my mind. I think I got that from Brene Brown. The story in my mind is works for us. So, for example, if you're if I get out of the shower and I call in to the other room because I need constant validation and I say, hey, babe. What are you doing? Great and, time to get it when you just got he, out of the shower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he and he doesn't respond or he responds with like something quick and just kind of blows it off. The story in my head is, okay, he doesn't love me. He's, He's mad, mad at me. me. Yeah. I did something wrong and I start racking my brain. Yeah. When really the answer is when I, I'll tell him, I'll say, you didn't really respond the way I thought you I wanted you to. And so the story in my head is that you hate me or you're mad at me or did something wrong. What did I do wrong? And he's like, no, baby. I was literally returning a work email. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, literally, even if it's the smallest thing in the world, tell your partner the story in my head this. The story in my head is this. This is how I feel. Because, like, you'll go through – we will self-sabotage ourselves. We we are we are so good at self-sabotaging our own egos and our relationships and, like, telling ourselves how bad we are and how much the other person doesn't like what we're doing. We're so good at that when humans, it couldn't be humans, farther from the tooth. So <laughs> stop – like, don't self-sabotage yourself. Call it out with your partner every time you have any – inkling of un, of a feeling that's uncomfortable or doesn't feel good just say it because otherwise it festers right. otherwise, otherwise it just gets bigger and bigger it's like a snowball and then you're like and then i'm like sitting packing my stuff like he comes in i'm like well you didn't say hello to me after <laughs> no. i got out of the shower no. and now i feel it so i have like all my stuff in suitcases i'm like i'm leaving because i know you want to break up and he's like what are you talking no. about i'm like oh oh like literally just communicate about every little thing like that's 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 our key so that has like helped us a lot or it comes out later when like you're triggered by this one yes. thing and you're like, I don't even know why I'm so upset right now because you just didn't take out the trash. But really, it's because four things earlier. Yeah. Yes. It's like because you, you just keep – I love visual aids. I'm playing with coffee mates now. <laughs> it's like you just keep stacking things yeah. on top, top of stuff. So instead of it being this one little thing, this one little coffee mate 20, here, <laughs> it's now 20 of them and they all hit a lot harder. It is totally yeah. that. Um, but to go back to what you said, Dean, about um, like the rules of stuff. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like that's like somebody that like – you know, you always find like the people that can't, what is it? You can't do, you teach. Those and you always see like the do, matchmakers teach. or people that like aren't really in relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those little rules exist. But like, think about it as a human. If I go on a date with someone or if I meet someone, do I want to wait three days in this world where everything's so instant and quick and social media mm-hmm. and short little blurbs and like even TV's turn into Quibi where it's eight minute episodes? Right. Do I want to wait that long to hear the validation or to hear that you feel the way I feel or that you're interested? Or No. Right. Like, so I don't know what that old antiquated rule is, but I think that should be thrown out. Like, Absolutely. just be honest. You'd be like, yo, this is how I feel. 
then just know that like if you're going to be that person that says this is how I feel, be prepared to hear this is not how I feel right, back. Right, right. But, and if they do feel great it's, back, then it, awesome. It's an interesting point you make too with uh, like the world that we live in now with it's all instant delivery of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So why can't you, I guess, apply that to dating as well? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and don't swipe Yes, and also you're a, swiping. a yeah. big thing I learned is for because I've been through a lot of different relationships in my life, but like don't take. I'm not saying don't take, but be be wary of advice from your friends that give you advice that have never been in a relationship mm-hmm. in their life. Yes, even it. Like if you, we all know that girl. You know, we'll we'll just call her Becky, right? Like Becky, your friend has never been in a relationship, but every time you're in or out of your relationship, has all the advice she wants to give <laughs> you of why. Mm-hmm. And I take that back to like the thing that Brene Brown says about Teddy Roosevelt. The man in the in the arena where it's like unless you're down in the arena with blood on your face, getting stuff done, you can apply, you know, I'm not going to your advice isn't really valid to me. Mm -hmm. And I use that as relationships unless you're a person that's been in and out of relationships and has learned from them or you've been in a relationship that's extremely successful and you have the keys to why that works. I'm not I'm not here for your comments. There's that meme where it's uh, it's like relationship advice from people that are. In a relationship, small book, relationship advice from people that are not in a relationship, and it's a super <laughs> yes, thick book. exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. It makes me think of, uh, do you guys follow Nick Vial on Instagram? Of course. Of course does, we he do. He does Sunday <laughs> questions with Nick, and it's always dating advice. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's good advice. I like them, actually. But he's yeah. a single guy. It's like, how much thought can you put in advice from a single person like that? I haven't know? seen that. We did, though, actually just do a story on Celebrity Page about him, how his Instagram is all thirst traps. <laughs> and, and it <laughs> That's is. literally the whole story. Like, boy, he's cooking I, shirtless. He's giving advice right. shirtless. And it if makes me like thirsty Nick, because I, he's fucking hot. Yeah. I would be shirtless all the time if I was Nick, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, I would be shirtless all the time. Hence why I'm here, covered up. But also, but there is in a, a little... three-year relationship in, in, oh. in dad shorts and a very. Yeah, this is what yeah. I always tell Jonathan though too. Like I'm like, babe, you know what? This this is what love did. Like I don't work out as yeah, much yeah. anymore. Like it's it's at crazy all. when you, well, you don't work out this, at all. That's what you gonna get, my love. But it's like one of those things. I've never in, actually too been in a relationship where I was like so comfortable that like I could just like, like you know I'm not gonna work out whatever. Yeah. Like I, I know this is solid. This is real. This is secure. So I'm sorry, baby. This is the body you're getting. It's fine. I'll take it. I want to talk to you guys all day, every day. But before we have to take a break. But before we do that, what's next for you guys? Dating for three years. Is there anything on the horizon in terms of the relationship? Hmm? I mean, what was that thing Beyonce said? How do you cover his like ears? Like it, you got to do something. Yeah. About. What was that thing? Yeah, what was that again? Is there a way to cover like his ears? Snowing, no, 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 there's not. He's got headphones on. He can do everything I say. So, um, how, how does it work? Because how about it's a wink, right? Because you're like, <laughs> you're like, how does it happen? Do you, would, the next thing would be marriage, right? right. So it'd be like, do you propose to you? Do you propose to you? Yeah, that's a question. Yeah. What a great question, yeah. Dean. Thanks for asking. So, um, <laughs> we've so, already covered this. So the thing <laughs> is, I am a control freak and I want some type of amazing thing. If, you know, if or when we were to get proposed or take it to the next level, get engaged, proposed. that's the word, engaged, when right? <laughs> when we get proposed. my baby. When we get teach you new words every day. The word <laughs> is engaged, my love. <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> Adulting is hard. The next thing will be to do that, but I was thinking I want to do it because I want there to be like some type of greatest showman performance. I want there to be like a flash mob, like all these things because I'm extra like guacamole. And with at Chipotle. Yeah. Right. Okay, good. Just making sure you're with me on that. Um, And what I realized is that if he does it, I don't have to do any of the work. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, but you, that's all why I you have want to, to do ask? is say yes. But you want to. Put I the, want to put wow. it on, but I also don't want to do the work. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, it's kind of nice if you want to do it. You go for it because yeah. I just have to show up, look pretty, and say yes. What Wait, are you expecting? Maybe. The flash mob if type I say of vibe? Yes, maybe I'll say it. Oh, you never told me that was the reason you wanted <laughs> to do it. I just thought you wanted to just feel like a prince in the moment. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can give you that. Mm, yeah, I mean, I do want to feel. You don't like want to do the work. At the same time, like 
It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a I'm it's busy. a lot of work. I'm here trying to you know build our empire. I have, I have a, a solution, perhaps. So yeah. I have two friends who are getting married, two women, and their plan is to both propose to each other at separate times. Yeah, different ways. Yeah. So what you next? One doesn't say yes. She's like, no, I'm gonna think about it, and then like, I'm gonna hit you up with yes. a ring later. They, like, well, you they, say yes, but you both get to propose, and then like, like a month that. later, the other one will Deanie. propose or something like that. Just, Deanie, a, just Deanie, a I like that idea, and we will get together after and come up with some ideas. Jonathan, tell us one more time about your TV show. Oh, what TV show? The one that you have a pillow for right there below <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Pull it out, Deanie. Look what I got you, buddy. I got you oh, a pillow God. of me during <laughs> holiday wars. We'll take a picture. James, of that. is this okay? I'm gonna spoon Jonathan every night in my van. Spoon away, please. As long as you promote the show, spoon away. You are. So cute with me. There you Aww. go. Wait, hold on. And there it is. Yeah, right here. Look right here. And boom, boom. <laughs> so Dean has a pillow now of me on Holiday Wars. So that way, you, I know the van can get lonely. But now you can cuddle with me every night. And that's watch me on Holiday Wars on Food Network Sunday nights at nine o'clock. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hollywood's hottest new thruple right here. There we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> James Dean and Jonathan. I like it. You know that's James up on a Dean. vlog somewhere. James <laughs> Dean and Jonathan. Thank you guys so much for coming. We appreciate it. I honestly could talk to you all day. I could talk to you all day. I'm a little sad. Look at your hair all day. It's fantastic. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, literally, get out of here. Dean, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? I think this. I get this all the time, but it's the first time I can actually say it back to someone. Dean, your hair looks sexy. Push back. Oh, (laughs) my job. My life's been made. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good night, everybody. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
All right, and we are back with Jill Gonzalez. Jill, are you there? I'm here. Jill, how are you? We're sorry to keep you waiting for so long, but we're so happy to have you. Uh, For the listeners out there, as we mentioned above, Jill is an expert to help discuss the worst and best places to date in America. Um, Jill, give the listeners a quick rundown, a little bit of an introduction on who you are as well. Sure. So I work for a company called WalletHub, also a huge Bachelor fan, so this is a big honor for me. Um, Yeah, and what we do is basically look at the economics of all different things, whether it's the holiday season, whether it's getting together with family, how much your dinner is going to cost, but also dating economics out there for singles from city to city and kind of the numbers game, you know, how easy is it to date depending on where you live. So what exactly would be like a, a key statistic you guys would look for? So we look at everything from like the cost of a date. So right now the average cost of just one date, uh, no matter where you live in the U.S., is just over $102. What? Yeah, and that's just the average. So if you live in L.A., if you live in New York, you know, if you Buying live in a major more. city, it's oftentimes at least double that in New York. You're looking at like $250 for one date. So let me ask you this, because from someone that doesn't come from much money, what is it like? Like, what if I go on a date in New York or Los Angeles, but I don't I can't like I'm unable to spend that much money. Does that mean that my uh, ability to date is significantly lower than the others? No, I would say that as long as you're aware of that, you're budgeting for that. You know, there are always no and low cost activities to go out and do. So in L.A., that might be like taking a hike. In New York, that might be like ice skating right now. Yeah. Uh, so there are uh, definitely options out there, but I think for people, especially just starting out and, you know, you might be on the apps or something like that, just budgeting for however many dates you want to go on is something you should do ahead of time. So Wallet Hub is uh, a personal finance website, right? Right. So it's not just about dating. It's just basically like this is – you guys just basically provide metrics for – anything and everything, and you recently just ran the study on the 180-plus U.S. cities across those indicators that you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So what cities did you find were the best for singles? So this year, and it changes from year to year, uh, but just the top 10 uh, include places like Seattle, uh, Madison, Los Angeles ranked 7th, Chicago ranked 6th, Portland number 5, San Diego, four, San Francisco, three, Denver, number two, and Atlanta actually ranks number one. I'm going to go ahead and jump in real quick and call baloney on that. (laughs) Why is LA on here? (laughs) So I've lived in LA for four years now. I lived in Denver for two years after college. And I don't know, maybe I'm just bad at dating, but it never really seemed to be like the hot spot for dates. You know what I mean? Sydney, what do you think? Yeah. Like what are the requirements to be on the top 10? Is it like cost of date or is it like based on how many people are single here? How does that work? Yeah. The biggest factor is going to be dating opportunities. So that's number one, the share of single population. So in LA, that's a huge number. Uh, in most of True. these cities, it's a huge number. You know, it's, it's a lot of singles kind of working, dating. It's not really, you know, family-based cities. So just the share of singles uh, is why a lot of these cities are in the top 10. Also, some gender balance going on mm. uh, and a lot of both online and mobile dating opportunities. And then one other important factor is which of these cities have the most active Tinder users. Oh, wow. And that, that number is very high in L.A. 
that's probably yep. very true. <laughs> yeah, my, Tinder. The big thing with Denver was when I lived there, there was a nickname for it amongst uh, basically everyone that lived there. We all called it Menver because oh. the ratio of guys to girls is so imbalanced. It's like seven guys per one girl. I'm moving to Denver. I was going to say, if you're a girl, <laughs> move to Denver because it's definitely the hot spot to go date uh, or at least be available to date. But I guess I never really ran into that too much. I think a lot of it is there's like a big tech scene blowing up out there. Um, and then Los Angeles, I guess the only reason I called baloney in Los Angeles was because it just seems like everyone in L.A., none of, no one's looking for a relationship. So it's a like, yeah, you, are single yeah here, you, like. you're like perpetually single in Los Angeles. Yeah. So I, I guess and you can't really quantify that in a, in a metric where you're like, OK, a lot of people are single. But how many of them want to be single? Like choosing to be single yeah. versus like looking for dates. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, and that's one question that we've been asked too. It's like, okay, is this the best for singles to stay single, or is this the best for singles to settle down? And we've heard kind of a mix between the two, to be honest. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say, you know, these cities are great for people who might be newly single, uh, who you know do want to date around and then eventually settle down. So you know, that mix is is kind of what we're hearing. We see a lot of cool things to do in these places, a lot of, like, fun and recreational activities. Mm-hmm. But, again, the economics, just they really add up. That's what they point towards. Okay, let me ask you this. Let's say, we're, let's say I'm single and I want to date someone. What is one of the worst towns for me to live in in America? So some of the worst places on here just for bigger cities. I mean, one, it's just a lot of suburban places where you would think um, that there are a lot more families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some other places on here that are a little bit more recognizable. So Detroit, Michigan mm. is near the bottom. So a lot of this, too, goes back to, like, job aspects and housing affordability. A lot of these cities that were in the top ten have great job markets, and that's why young people want to go there. Right. Uh, other places down here toward the bottom, Philadelphia, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Newark, New Jersey, kind of right outside uh, New York itself. So uh-huh. a lot of the bigger suburban areas where there are more families or just the kind of areas that need a boost job-wise. It's interesting to look into the numbers behind a lot of this stuff because I have some stuff in front of me here like Indianapolis has the lowest average price for a bottle of wine at three seventy-five, four mm-hmm. times lower than Salt Lake City and West Valley where it's fifteen twenty-eight, And it's just stuff that obviously like applies to every date that you go on, but you never really think to like a, quantify it, and then B, put it in comparison to other places like that. Um, so yeah. it, it's really interesting to kind of see the numbers behind it all. Yeah, absolutely. So for a bottle of wine, you know, that, you know, like 375 I guess I could see that somewhere at like a Costco. But like when we're comparing cocktail prices in L.A. In, or in New York, when you're, you know, getting cocktails for up to $25 for one, and you oh, compare yeah. that... So even in Atlanta, where the costs are like, you know, you can still get a basic martini for 10 bucks. Um, you know, even just comparing it within the big cities and, you know, maybe comparing the coasts to more the Midwest or the South, just huge differences, even on one date. I'll never forget the first time I went to New York. I was like 22 years old and I went on a date with this girl who I was talking to. And we went to the, like, the rooftop bar of some hotel and I bought us the first round of drinks, and the first round of drinks came out to $94, yep. and it blew me away. <laughs> I went to college in Colorado Springs, which is like low cost of living. I paid like $150 a month for rent, and meals were like less than $5. Every drink was like, it was like a dollar a drink, right? And then I go to New York, 
And it was unbelievably high. You have to like pregame for da- dates in New York. A hundred percent. You probably sneak in in like uh, like flasks in your socks I have done and just that pouring before. them in drinks or in your wallet. Yeah, your exactly. Yeah, you bring a little water bottle. Yeah, that maybe that's what you should account for next, Jill. Is just maybe what what states or what cities are the most like sneakable for that kind of stuff? You know, like yeah, I don't know. Then you'll have a tough time in L.A. You need more clothes in New York. Well, that was the hard so thing coming guess- to L.A. too. As I was like I said before, I've been pretty broke my whole life, and so coming to L.A. and you go on dates and dates are a hundred plus dollars. I'm like, well, crap, I can't really be doing this every week. Have you ever asked the girl to split the bill on the first date? Um. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Same I seems like a I, you move. Yeah, that absolutely does. I can't remember any specific example, but I'm sure that I have at some point in my life. Okay, let me ask both of you guys, this, Jill and Sydney. If a guy, if you're on a first date and a guy asks you to split the bill with them, what's your reaction? Um, generally among my friends, it's not great. Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, among especially if he on the first asks date. you on the date. Yeah. Like, I feel like whoever asks uh, and whoever like picks the place needs to expect to pay for it. That's fair. I'll take that as the word, then. We, we do have a horror story of one of our producers uh, of this podcast, actually, who went on a first date, and they split the bill, and it became a very contentious uh, topic of conversation. Yeah, usually their friend comes home, and they're like, well, he made me split it, so we're never going out again. <laughs> so, yeah. But the chemistry was there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't fully there, and then that was like the nail in the coffin. What I lack for chival- in chivalry, I make up for in charisma, I, I do think. have a lot of charisma. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> um, okay, so Jill, so for the listeners out there that are interested in hearing more about the best and worst cities for singles, what do you suggest? Where do they go? Yeah, head to wallethub.com. This is best and worst cities for singles for this year, and we also have a bunch of tips at the bottom Uh, to kind of plan ahead, to budget for dates, to know that it is a numbers game. And especially around this time of year with the holidays coming up, uh, just uh, some feel-good, you know, be patient (laughs) tips. Yeah. Made me made me feel a little bit better about myself. So, yeah, you can head there, wallethub.com. Let me ask you this. What do you mean by numbers game? So it's a numbers game just dating now in terms of how many dates you need to go on with how many people. And then for each date, the numbers of not only dollars that are going to add up, but even things to do that you kind of run out of quickly. Like in this app society, I feel like there's a new kind of dating trend that, you know, you see every month, Hmm. especially in the bigger city. So almost like a a list of who you're going on dates for, uh, how much they're costing and where you're going. You guys should start a dating uh, like side part of, your website of wallethub.com and make it like a like categorize people by economic brackets <laughs> oh god <That laughs> <sounds, laughs> um, illegal <laughs> and you just match people that way it's like it's just another matching system you know what i mean so we can't move up or down in class we have to stay yep you're, if you're middle class you're dating middle class <laughs> and, and vice versa okay we're all splitting bills then <laughs> yeah i just want to put it out there that we're not doing that <laughs> whoever's listening to this do not lawyers to are, we're not doing that. I'm just saying you're missing out on a great business opportunity, but hey. That's your next app, Dean. Yeah, there we go. We're opting out of that one. And then I'm in jail. Anyways, Jill, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We're definitely going to check out wallethub.com to see the 2019's best and worst cities for singles list. Um, and kind of, I think there was 35 key metrics that you guys look into, right? Yeah. Cool. I, I want to look into that too. It's just always yeah, fun to kind of see it and learn more about it. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jill. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The holidays are here and everybody is traveling because you have to go on a flight to see this family for Christmas and then you have to go on another flight to visit that family for New Year's. So it's important to have very nice luggage, very durable luggage, and that's why I'm here to talk about Away Luggage. Now, Away creates thoughtful products built for the modern traveler and how the modern traveler sees the world. They've started with the perfect suitcase and now they offer a range of essentials, all of which will make your travels more seamless. Whoever said it's all about the journey has never Ever traveled during the holidays. I think you and I both agree it's probably the most stressful, craziest time to hit the road. But Away's products are designed to work and fit together, which makes travel smoother for the holidays and beyond. Now, all of Away's suitcases are thoughtfully designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. And if you've ever picked up your bag from baggage claim and seen it roll down that metal hill and crash into the metal conveyor belt, you know that you need a tough tough suitcase. Away products are designed to last a lifetime. If any part of your suitcase breaks, Away's standout customer service team will arrange it to have it fixed or replaced. There's also a 100-day trial on everything Away makes. If you decide it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or asterisks. That's a 100-day trial. Now, This is very important. This is the most important part. If you want $20 off any suitcase or bag, you can visit awaytravel.com slash help 
and use promo code HELP during checkout. Once again, if you want $20 off your away luggage today, all you have to do is go to awaytravel.com slash help and use the promo code HELP. That's H-E-L-P to get $20 off your away luggage today. All right, and we're back. Sydney, you've been co-hosting this whole show with us so far. Yes. And we haven't even been caught up to you with you for your life yet. I know. What's going on? Um, what's going on? I just moved here. I yeah. live in LA now. So you moved from New York. I moved from New York City to LA, like I guess now three months ago. Where do you live in LA? I live in Hollywood with Kerpa. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were on the same season together, right? Yeah, we were in Colton season together. How's that going? Good. Yeah. She's not here a lot, so I kinda like run the apartment, which where, is kinda nice. Where is she? She does like traveling for um like charity stuff. Oh. So yeah, she's all around. But why didn't Kerpa go to Bachelor in Paradise? She was like supposed to, but then they told her that they didn't want her to come in at the end. So then she didn't come. So I was like waiting for her to come down the stairs like every day. Oh, like she wanted to be early cast, like original cast kind of uh, thing? Yeah, well, they, that's what the show told her. Like she was like kind of waiting to hear. And then they were like, oh, it's like the end already. So you're not coming. Uh, yeah. That's so, kind of annoying. Yeah. Especially for you if you guys are that close, right? I know. Like, we were, we're like all waiting for her. We're like, hey, today Kerbo's coming. But for the no. listeners out there, it was mind blowing to see how much everyone loved Sydney down there. There wasn't a single a person that had a single negative thing to say about you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't date any really, but um, I had all... A lot of friends on the beach. I, is- I've done the show quite a few times. Ha- the, the Bachelor shows. Have you? For those out there that are that don't know, um, and I because of that, I've met a lot of contestants on sets of the shows or on whatever wherever we are. And I don't think I've ever seen or met anyone on a show that's been as unanimously beloved Aww. as Sydney Lutaco. Lutaco. <laughs> we'll just ignore my last name. Lutaco. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was like. A great thing about me being there because I was like friends with everyone, but it also didn't contribute to me like being successful dating wise. Well, you were like dating Mike for a hot second. Yeah, but like nothing. I'm not engaged. Like I'm not. I didn't really um, come out with anything. So I mean, I had like little relationships on the beach, but nothing like stuck. But why is that? Do you think? I don't know. I was friend zoned pretty quickly by Mike. Not by Mike. Oh, but um, by a lot of the guys. Like because I was there day one, and then like the first like three days, I thought I was going home. I was like, well, packing my bags because. Everyone thinks I'm their BFF. So, yeah. and I was like a lot of people's therapists too, I feel like too, yeah. which was nice. It kind of sucks. Like once you, like once that happens the first time, for whatever reason it happens, it almost kind of like, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Where then exactly. other people are like, oh, like Sydney's great to She's talk to. She's the friend. To. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and they're like, I heard you talk to my friend and helped him out. Yeah. So like, I'm going to come do that with you. I'm like, okay, well. Who did you, who were you excited to meet going into paradise? Um, I was really like open to like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but then it's hard because then people start coupling up and you're like, okay, well, that one's checked off. That one's checked well, off. Well, why so. you, wouldn't you just like insert yourself and be like, oh, let's give this a shot. I mean, I you do, but then you don't want to be like, remember me? Like when they're like making out, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I understand. That makes sense. I remember you came out of the beach. You didn't even talk to me. Well, I didn't have you any did, time. You talked to everyone but me. Uh, no, I talked <laughs> that to- That is not true. I talked to Katie and then I talked to Demi and then I talked to Kayla. You talked to Onyeka. You talked to Taysha. You talked, oh, to, you talked to everyone. <laughs> No. And Nick, it was different. Yeah. Maybe you're right. We had to catch up on other things. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of chaos going it's on fine. down there. You know I'm, what I mean? Don't take it personal. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just. Dean friends owned me before he even met me. <laughs> I was fine. just floating around namelessly. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. It worked out. Though. So you moved from New York to LA. Yep. What was dating in New York like first dating? Because you're dating in LA, obviously. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, I had my first LA dating experience. 
Can we hear about it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like the most L.A. thing I've ever think will ever experience. So a friend set me up with this guy um, who, like, was texting me, whatever. And, like, oh, he seemed normal, not, but, like, I wasn't super excited about it. I was like, whatever, I need to go on dates. Like, we'll start doing this. Um, Immediately, he was, like, asking me for my sizes, like, to order me things to bring to the date, the first date we were going to have. Weird. Um, yeah, I was like, no, you don't, I don't need presents. Like, yeah. I don't know you. Like, let's just like meet. And he was like, first date, we'll go to Nobu and do all these things. I was like, I mean, I'll go to Nobu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so they gets my sizes. I was like, put up a fight. But then I was like, you know what? Here's my sizes. Like, <laughs> I will take presents, whatever. Um, so the first date we meet for like coffee because we didn't end up going to Nobu. And he brings me like a shirt. And then he's like, the next date, I'll bring you your shoes. So every time he was like trying to meet me, he was mm-hmm. like, promise me, promising me a gift. And then after we have the first date, it was like fine. And then um, he starts sending me things to my house. Like he sent me like a cupcake the first day. Didn't get it. And then I was like, it's okay. I don't need a cupcake. What do you mean didn't get it? Like I didn't, my like downs, I didn't know. Like he said it as a surprise. So I'm like, how how am I supposed to know that you delivered a cupcake to my house? Um, So then he sends me a creation bowl the next day because it's like a healthier option. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I got that one. And then we meet again and he gives me um, Jimmy Choo shoes. What's that? Um, they're like really expensive, like designer shoes. Okay. This is second date. And I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like I wasn't really that into him. And then he was just like, giving, I think he was like trying to get me to hang out with him with gifts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not my love language. This is not working out. Um, Especially so, right out of the gates like that. Literally. It was like kind of creepy. So then I returned the shoes actually the other day and this guy bought these shoes in January of 2019. So that's like last year. So, so he just happened those, to have the in size. My size around his house. So yeah, we're not dating. <laughs> so you only hung out, you only went on two dates with this guy. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't keep getting random gifts for doing nothing. It felt like grimy to me. I don't know. How did you put an end to it? Did you? I was just like, we're just not yeah. the right fit. Okay, You're but when great. you guys were together, what was was it like? Was we it talked chemistry? about like no, we talked about like workout classes and like what the weather was in LA versus New York. So I'm like, this is, and we did on both dates. So I'm like, eh. did you reach out to your friend and you're like, what the hell? Why did you set me up I with was this like, dude? Is he normally this interesting? She was like, yeah, he likes to like treat girls really well with like gifts and stuff. I was like, okay, well, why did you set me up with him? But I guess it's kind of like a good thing, but it's just yeah, a little I guess too it's much for like soon. the right person. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like if I'm like dating you for a while and you're giving me gifts, I'd be like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Like you thought of me, but I don't know you, and you're giving me like present. I just, it was my biggest weird. my my biggest issue with that kind of stuff is it's like if you don't know me and you're doing these things and that means you're probably doing them for a lot of other yeah, people Yeah, to get other things. Exactly. I mean, he had my size waiting in his house for a year. So I'm like, yeah, this is not the first time. That's so funny this. that you were able to find out when the shoes were purchased. <laughs> I know. Because I, I was like, I must get like store credit for these. Yeah. And I was like, do not call him though because I don't want to like know, let him know that I'm returning them. Yeah. And yeah, so she found out for me. So that's that's like your only dating experience in LA. Yeah. Well, that kind of creeped me out for a little bit. So I'm <laughs> taking a little hiatus. Why not like jump on the apps? I'm on some apps. Okay. I am on we're, some apps. We're a big fan of the apps here. At you Help are? Dating, yeah. What's your favorite? Well, I'm not any, well, on I mean, any personally. What's the general podcast favorite? I was a big fan of Bumble for a long time. Okay. Uh, my friends you didn't ha- have to do any of the work. It's nice when a girl reaches out to you <laughs> yeah. first. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Nice. A lot of my friends are on Hinge and they really like Hinge. I like Hinge. Um, before I started dating Kaylin, I was on Raya for a couple months. Okay. Raya will not accept me. Why? I don't know. I've been on the waiting list forever. Oh. It's fine. That's so weird because I would like <laughs> send guest passes to my friends who are, you know, like regular. I had two people send me guest passes. Nope. But that's what I'm saying. Like my friends who are like regular, like they have regular jobs. Yeah. They have like, you know, 900 followers on Instagram. I don't know if that's the criteria I for entry. I truly don't know. I but don't they, got, know. they got accepted. Well. <laughs> that's weird. I know. They won't let me in. I will say of, of all the apps, Raya was the one that I met up the least amount of people with. I, I mean, I could see that. But yeah. that's one you have to actually pay for, isn't it? 
you pay like eight dollars a month okay so but it, for me it was just more of like it was fun to see who's on it yeah know? you know like, what I mean? oh that's celebrity celebrity yeah. right yeah i matched with like an olympic gold medalist once and i was like that's pretty cool that never, really never cool. talked to her though <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> so okay so you obviously came to la at the best time because new york in the winter is brutal yeah i'm not missing that at all why did you move here just for um, fun? i was in new york for 10 years mm-hmm. and i was just kind of done i think i was like uh, i was dancing for the knicks there and then when i le- went on bachelor i had to quit dancing for them yeah so then i was like there's nothing really keeping me in new york and i didn't want to like move home and i like i'm still in like the dance industry and stuff so it's either new york or la usually will you dance for the clippers or the lakers i don't know we'll see usually those auditions are like in the summertime mm-hmm. um oh, so i guess you got here a little too late for them this year yeah but i was that was never like my main goal i just kind of fell into that because a friend from college was in it hmm. it was great it was like an awesome job and yeah. like I met like awesome people but um we'll see I'm like auditioning a little bit it's like always like tough though like auditioning for dance stuff yeah yeah do you meet guys dan- dancing no <laughs> so ever the, ever I mean you meet gay men which are great yeah I mean you can meet some straight, date any of them, yeah no so that's my big issue is like I went to college and it was like mostly women and like gay men and then I graduated and I teach in a fitness company that's all women and then I went to dance on the Knicks which is all women so it's like yeah I've been a lot around a lot of ladies and so it's hard to meet men that way so my roommate one of my best friends is dating a Lakers girl yeah but he met her through her friend met my other best friend on Hinge or Bumble or one of the two okay and then my friend and this girl met through that so I guess my, my point is by dancing, even though it's not like you're directly meeting guys through dancing, you can still like indirectly meet them. True. You know I'm I mean? still waiting for that. But I feel like I feel like obviously you're not, if you're not prioritizing a relationship, it's like, what's the rush anyways? Because yeah. you're what, 26? Oh, I'm 28. Oh, wow. You got, yeah. Yeah. You're getting actually up running there. out of time. Then. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Clock is ticking. That's not good. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. You're 28 no, years old, especially yeah. in Los Angeles. That's like the new 21. Tori, Tori over here has shared a lot of her dating stories with us. And honestly, as a girl dating in Los Angeles... That's why when Jill talked to us, she goes, yeah, L.A. is the seventh best city yeah, in America like, to date in. And New- was New York up there, too? I don't remember. New York was not even on the list. Okay. I'm like, I think we're just trying to ignore New York. I will say as a former as a former L.A. F- boy, dating in L.A. for a girl must be one of the worst things absolutely in the world. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> okay, so we have an email from Courtney titled Splitting Dates. And she says, we live in Fresno, California. He prefers we split dates 50-50 like he pays for one date and then I pay for the next. Is that how millennials date right now? I hear that seems to be the new norm. What are your thoughts? I like that. But then you have, then where are you going on each date? So like one guy gets to the expensive date and the other person goes to like get coffee. Like I don't, you have to like make it even somehow. Like what if they just split the check every time, you know? To go Dutch every single time. Yeah. If they're going to split things. Here's my uh, question with it too is like when I go, like when Kaylin and I go on a date, I eat all my food and then basically half of her food. Yeah. So does that mean I pay for three quarters of the meal? Or? <laughs> That's a good point. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I guess. But this is all post first date, right? Like if, let's say you went on a date. Yeah. And the guy asked you to split the bill with him the first time. We talked about this and we don't like that. We don't like that. We don't like that. At least for the first date. Cause I want to, like if you ask me out and you organize. But what if you ask the guy out? I haven't done that yet. So I'll let you know. Do, but you, like, uh, <laughs> do you like go out on the weekends? A little bit. Depends. Do you, do you meet guys out? Like in the clubs or bars or wherever you go? No, I've always had an issue or a problem with that. I've always been told I'm, I look intimidating. Uh, so people, RBF? I'm not, yeah, I have RBF and I, I guess I'm not approachable. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I mean, I didn't even want to talk to you on the beach. So yeah, I guess exactly. maybe there's some merit to that <laughs> It idea. happens, right? <laughs> I'm subconsciously doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. So not, I mean, I haven't since moving here. It's pretty rare. Or you get like quartered by the guy that doesn't, you don't want to talk to and then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. 
then all the other guys are like, oh, she's talking to someone, you know? I don't know, but I can imagine <laughs> how difficult that must be. Yeah, it's so hard. Okay, so your uh, recommendation for Courtney is? I guess split halfway each time if you were trying to split things, because otherwise, I, if I was doing that, then I would be like, well, on my date, we're going to um, go on a walk. <laughs> you took me to Subway. I took you to Nobu. Yeah, so it's not the thing. same, right? That's what we do. That's what Kaylin and I do is we basically split everything. But I guess it also means like who, how you are economically. Like one, maybe one person makes a lot more money. Yeah, so Kaylin then, makes a lot more money than I do. Yeah, she probably does. <laughs> so then, yeah, then she could probably pay for the Nobu. It depends on what the couple is, I guess. Right, and how yeah. established you are. Yeah. I think once you get past, like once you guys are exclusive that's that's what we're gonna say once you're exclusive that's when you can start splitting things 50 50 yeah i agree yeah yeah okay all right let's move on to another one um this one actually is a kind of appropriate too because morgan is in a dating rat at dating app rut morgan says i've been extremely single the past two plus years and i'm even having a hard time finding just one date i use three different dating apps but feel like i'm running out of guys on there no one piques my interest anymore if i do match it barely gets past five messages um, until it fizzles out. How do you get out of the dating app rut and why is it so hard to meet people in a person? Oh, to meet people in person nowadays. So for you, someone that's on yeah. dating apps, how often do you go on the dating app? How, how much are you swiping? Um, I feel like I use it as like a magazine sometimes where I'm like bored on the couch and like, let's see what's going on. And, Absolutely. You know, just, that's like the main appeal of that. Yeah. And then I'm like, app. oh, that was fun. And then I kind of put it away. But um, yeah, I've, I've been in this before though too, because sometimes like you'll, you'll match with someone and then you like, I've even, I match with someone here and we like agreed to, we set a date to meet up and all the things. And then that date came around in radio silence. So you're like at iHeartRadio? No, like in, in LA. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting all of the, on all the employees here. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. So it's, it's tough because unless you're not on the same, on the same page with things, which you can't be because you don't know these people. Right. Um, I would say if you're done with the apps or you're like over them, try to go do things that like you like, or like that, make you happy and then maybe you'll meet someone there like yeah. maybe you want, like to volunteer for something and you'll meet someone that has like common interests or like right. go to like this play. just be in the public so that people can like pursue like pursue you tori's got to say something wait i have a great idea for this yeah. person just give the app to your friend and yeah have your friend set you up on dates because they're gonna be way more forward then you're, yeah. yeah and they're gonna get it. they don't care you, so you're true. not invested you're trusting your friends and then that way you're kind of out of your rut and somebody's just like pushing you be like yeah. hey i got you a date tuesday Go. Yeah. yeah. Set like dating goals for yourself for the week. Like I must go on two dates this week. I don't know. Yeah. And to your point earlier too, uh, doing things that are interesting to you to meet people there uh, to kind of loop it all back together is if you're meeting guys at bars and then you're like, well, why are all these guys F boys? It's probably because you're meeting them bars. at bars. Yeah. You and don't want to meet a guy at the club. No. Mm-mm. So to your point, if you. I'm not saying that you can't, but. If you like to go on hikes, go on hikes, meet a guy on a hike, maybe. Yeah, maybe get like a, a hiking crew. Like go to like a, and I don't know, they do like Nike stores where they do like run clubs or something like that. There, get like a crew. That have you noticed it. in LA? I just found this out like a week ago. I've lived in LA for four years and I just learned about this. Midnight running, midnight runners. Anyone's ever heard of this? Mm-mm. Every like Wednesday, all throughout LA, people are just running through the streets at midnight. At midnight? Like sounds unsafe. Big groups of people. I would like want to hold someone's hand the whole time well, so I, I wouldn't get separated. I think that's the point of the group is powers and numbers. Yeah. You know? Numbers, you know. Um, oh, do you use Instagram as a dating app ever? Um, no. Because for the listeners out there, Sydney Lutaco, follow her on Instagram. That's not how you spell it, but <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you can DM me. I Lu- look at my DMs. Lutuaco. 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 What is, what's the origin of that name? It's Filipino. Lutuaco. 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 I'm so sorry. I'm going to get it right. It's fine. One of these times. Whatever. Sydney Lutuaco. Lutuaco. Yeah, there you go. So you look at your DMs. I do. Let me ask you this as well, because Vanessa 
who obviously was engaged to Nick for a while, but then was very single for a long time. And now she's with her lovely boyfriend. She would say things like that too, that like guys just simply weren't DMing her. No, I don't really get a lot of DMs from guys. Is that right? I got mostly from the show DMs from like Asian women, like being happy that I supported Asian women. That's like my, my general DMs, which I love. Do you ever DM guys? Mm, no. What is your type? Uh, I like people that are smart and like funny and uh, witty and someone that's like driven mm. and someone that's like easy on the eyes, tall if we can manage it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not too much to ask. Right? No, I don't think that's not, <laughs> that's not too much at all. Yeah. No. It's hard to tell that from like photos though. Sure. But if I look at your Instagram and it's like thirst trap photos, I'm not really, I just usually sign out. I no, don't like that. I agree. I just got coffee with one of my friends who moved to Philadelphia not too long ago. And she's, she's big on the dating app. She goes on a couple dates a week. Mm-hmm. And she said that she went on a date, date like two days ago with this guy. And he showed me, she showed me his profile and he's like super handsome, um, like super outdoorsy, like pretty successful, like everything that she wanted. And then she met up with him in person and he was like literally five feet, four inches. Tall. Oh, that's happened to me too. And then you immediately get there and you're like, well, I'm disappointed and I don't want to sit here anymore. She <laughs> was like, she texted me on the date and she goes, Dean, you won't believe what just happened. Like it's happening right now. Oh my gosh. Do you want your guy to be tall? I mean, I would like that or at least be able to like wear a heel if I wanted to. But I mean, or just be able to like own his height, you know? I feel like that's a big thing for girls is you want to be able to wear heels next to you. Yeah, I would like that. Um, Okay. Well, so if you're listening to this podcast and you know someone that's in Lotuaco. Set me up. Lotuaco. L-O-T-U-A-C-O. It's so confusing. I don't know why. It's, it's, I'm a, it's so a, sorry. It's an assortment of letters sorry, I'm not I used to pronouncing. Sorry, it's hard to pronounce. No, it's just challenging for me it's of okay, all people. It's okay. I'm not smart enough. Um, <laughs> what are you up to next? Um, yeah, I'm trying to just get settled here. I've started auditioning and stuff for dance things, which is always like difficult to put yourself back into because it's usually a lot of reject- rejection. Yeah. So. Um, but it's going well. Like I have, It's nice because I have like a little base camp here, like a lot of friends from the show mm-hmm. and like people from like... Uh, New Yorker, like growing up that I've known before that live here. So I have like a good group of friends, which is nice. And now I'm just kind of trying to figure out next steps. There's a lot of guys from the show that live in Los Angeles that are there single. Are. Yeah. Why don't you date one of them? <laughs> a lot of the guys I know here are the ones from Paradise. That, yeah. Um, like I've been hanging out with Matt Donald, but not not romantically. Why not? Because Why do you remember how that, that ended? I don't. He didn't give me a rose because I wasn't a supermodel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, so I, that was like the most surprising thing in the season. I feel like yeah, because it was pretty shocking. That was silly. That was funny. So, but you guys are just purely platonic now. Yeah, now I just like make fun of him. What about like Will's? I love Will's. We're like I was, I was like Will's therapist. On the I beach. feel like you're friend zoning these guys now. Probably. I mean, but the, any any ones I met on the beach, I'm not gonna date because we could have dated on the beach. We already are set up the friend. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll it's see. good to build the foundation of friendship and then you can... Who do you think I'd be good with from... Matt Donald. Matt Donald. I think he deserves a second chance. I feel like I'd like steamroll him, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's what he wants and needs. I don't think so. Well, can you make me a promise? What? Can you continue to co-host this podcast with us so we can continue to get updates on I your dating life? I would love to continue to Heck co-host yes. this podcast. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Big thank you to Jonathan Bennett and his partner, James Vaughn. Of course, be sure to check out Jonathan's show... Holiday Wars on Food Network. Big thank you to Jill from Wallet Hub. Be sure to check that out as well if you have any questions regarding the, the equinomics. The economics. That <laughs> was like equinox and economics combined. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> uh, Words be, are hard. It's be hard. sure to check that out to dive into the economics of dating in your city. I'm sure you could probably learn a thing or two. I, I know I already did it just by talking to her today. And of course, big thank you to Sydney. Low Twaco. Yes, you did it. What's your middle name? Marie. That's the most 
I know, basic. basic. But it, my mom spelled it with two E's because she thought she thought that would be like interesting. It is. It makes it slightly more yeah, interesting. Mine's so. Michael, so mine's not too interesting either. Wow, but. lame. Anyways, <laughs> I don't even think I know how to spell to pronounce your last name, Ungert. Yeah, that's good. Enough. Okay, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you to you, of course, Sydney. We can't wait to continue to have you on as our co-host and be updated because it's just always it's nice to have the foibles of a single person. Yeah, Angeles. I'm going to keep going on dates for everyone. Especially a newly, uh, like a new transplant into Los Angeles because like you're figuring it out, you're learning, you're yeah, adapting, all that kind I'm of stuff. I'm a baby here. And you're obviously like just trying to figure it out, which yeah, is great. I think we all are. Right? Anyways, it worked for me. I'm in a relationship now. It worked for Jared. He's married. This is true. Vanessa Maybe got this a boyfriend like and she quit the, the podcast. Lucky... <laughs> Have you ever podcast. seen Good Luck Chuck? That's basically what this is. Oh, good luck. shoot. I'm going to meet the one right now. Good luck chuck as a podcast <laughs> that'll do it for this week's episode of help i suck at dating sydney you're awesome i can't wait to you're talk awesome. to you more i'm so glad you made it to la yes right, thanks for having me right when i moved out it's perfect timing <laughs> um for the listeners out there be sure to tune in next week because maybe we will suck just a little bit less hopefully follow help i suck at dating with dean unglert on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts <laughs> It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.